book of Galatians chapter 3. We're going to start reading in verse 6. And we'll read from verse 6 to 9. And then we'll drop down in verse 26 and read from 26 to 29. Uh, Galatians chapter 3 verse 6. Just as Abraham believed God and it was accounted to him for righteousness. Therefore know that only those who are of faith are sons of Abraham. And the scripture, foreseeing that God would justify the Gentiles by faith, preached the gospel to Abraham beforehand, saying, In you all the nations shall be blessed. So then those who are of faith are blessed with believing Abraham. Verse 26, verse 26, verse 26. For we are all, what? Sons of God through faith in Christ Jesus. For as many of you as were baptized into Christ have put on Christ. There is neither Jew nor Greek. There is neither slave nor free. There is neither male nor female. There is neither wild woman or men's ministry. For you are all one in Christ Jesus. When you see yourself separate, you have a deficit in Christ. Verse 29. And if you are Christ's, then you are Abraham's seed. Why didn't it say Jesus' seed? It says you are Abraham's seed and heirs according to the promise. Spirit of the living God, I thank you for these precious moments that you've given me, God, that I would orchestrate well, that I will articulate truth to your people, that every person under the sound of my voice, whether they be present or streaming, will walk into different dimensions of freedom and understanding. And therefore, God, you will do something in their lives that they have not had done all of their lives. Father, this is a critical moment from them. God, this is a defining moment for them. God, this is a turning point for them. And Father, I thank you for this word that does all the work and never returns void but it accomplished what you please I give you glory honor and praise in the master's name of Jesus amen amen and amen go ahead and take your seats go ahead and take your seats faith in who you're with faith in who you're with I know you have faith in God but do you have faith in who you're with see all these things work together and we want to omit certain ways of doing things that God has orchestrated in this word. Now, when I read my Bible, I read from a perspective of a structure. I'm a very structured person. Lady Davis will tell you, even on the weekend, I already know what I'm going to do. She gets tired of me sometimes talking about uh, my plans on the weekend. Well, I'm a very structured person and I have to be that way because I have so much I am doing now. And if I'm not structured, some things will begin to run together that I don't need to run together. I don't need certain relationships to, to merge. I need them separate. Because if they ever know I'm talking to that person, they may not talk to me over there. So I need to keep that stuff separate. That was free for some of y'all. But I, I, I think like that, I process like that. So when I read my Bible, I didn't dampen my gifting of structure. When I read my Bible, I want to know how that thing works. Because if I want to repeat it, if it's productive for me, I need to know how it works. The problem with a lot of the church is that they get a miracle but don't know how to get a second miracle. Because they don't know how they got the first one. 
And uh, we, we have this language that, that has come in, and I, came, I think it came through religion. Uh, God has been good. How? God wants to bless you. How? What did you do to attract the attention of God where God favored you? That's what I need to know. And so when I read my Bible, I'm trying to figure out what is the posture that God loves? What attracts God into my life and into your life? What do we do to keep him coming the second and the third and the fourth and the fifth time? Because I'm going to need him more than one time. See, you know, we celebrate the building being paid off, but my vision is bigger than one building. So I need him to show up more than that one time. You understand what I'm saying? So if, I don't, if I'm only going to get sick one time, all I need is one scripture that'll help me through that sickness. But what if sickness comes back? Do I have a backup plan for anything that returns. Anybody ever had something that stopped and then it came back? Let's just break it down. Anybody had COVID twice? Don't raise your hand. So that tells you that one time only doesn't eliminate it. So I need to have a plan in place. I need to have a strategy in place for anything that will return the second time. I don't understand serving God, get what you want, then stop serving God. That's a bad plan. Do you know you're sabotaging your own life? I don't understand submission and getting a breakthrough and then rebel after that. I don't understand that kind of stuff. If you're in, you're in. If you're out, you're out. Stop sticking your feet in. Learn how to swim. Jump in the river. Jump in the lake. Jump in the ocean. That's the only way you get results. So, so we're going to walk you through some of these things that I feel are going to be very helpful. And I'm, I'm going to teach you how to position yourself. Before I read this next scripture, it's going to explain about being grafted in. Now, I came out here and couldn't read it on streaming because it occurred to stir up too much confusion that I don't have time to deal with. But I brought a legal document out here during the 830 and I read the legal document for concerning the status that had been set up for me uh, by my spiritual father. So I read it all. You know, some people didn't, didn't you know, if you cast your pearls before a swine, you know, they don't know the value of what you do. And so they, you know, I got to get people who don't know value away from around me. <laughs> you understand what I'm saying? So I read it all to show what being grafted in, where it can take you to. For those of you who are trying to make a fresh start and you don't know how to plug into somebody else's organization and be faithful, you can prolong your success, your own success. And we have a deficit in the African-American community. You got five shops in the same building, five hair salons in the same building. Why don't they come under the one that has the best stewardship and they all work together minimize the rent and take over but they have a deficit in their lives where they don't understand being grafted in is everything i want my own i want my own name on it i want my own this and i want not well you pay for your own that's when the challenge comes do you have the resource to uphold what you want your name on Uh, Romans 11, Romans 11. 
So as we're going there, I want you to think in reference. And now what I've done, my spiritual father passed away. Now, where am I supposed to be grafted into next was the question. Where is my next scion? Where is my next scion? We're going to talk about that too. Where is my next scion? Where is your scion? What are you, be, what are you supposed to be plugged into that will cause you to thrive and you hanging out with the boys? They ain't got nothing to offer you. Let me, before I read this scripture, let me, why in the world are you spending all that time for them and they can't make you better? I don't hang with people that can't make me better. I have days that I minister, but then I have days when I'm empowered. If I don't have the hookup for the empowerment, how am I going to effectively minister? I'm going to run out of fuel, run out of energy, run out of wisdom, run out of resources. And I dare say there's a lot of cars sitting on the side of the road in the body of Christ that are out of fuel. Romans 11, verse 19, verse 20. You will say then, branches are broken off that I might be grafted in. Well said, because the, of unbelief, they were broken off. And you stand by faith. Do not be haughty, but fear. So the Apostle Paul is speaking to the Romans. And he's saying to the Romans, the Jews, the church was broken off. So now you get a chance to be grafted in because they were broken off. You heard me say a while back, I love to be behind somebody rebellious because I'm about to get a promotion. I love to get behind somebody that can't follow orders because I'm going to hear the orders and I'm going to execute them. I love to get behind them because my promotion is right behind ignorance. Not realizing what you're in. Not realizing what you're exposed to. I love to get behind them like David was behind Saul. Saul refused to do what the Lord had said through Samuel for him to do. So therefore now Saul use, loses his job and his anointing. And now David's next in line. He was grafted in. Became a king in the place. Somebody who looked like they were king. I believe God's about to put some people in place that don't look like they belong there. But you have to be grafted in to a source. Uh, graft is, this is my last thing. Just drop down to it and put it on the screen. Graft is the place where the scion is inserted. Scion is the what? Descendant. So the graft, if you're going to graft something, what you do is you put a slit in it or break in it. Then the scion is it's inserted. I went through, uh, I, I, I looked at YouTube to see how that uh, a pear tree, and they wanted pears that are different colors. Normally a pear is green. But when you add something in, you, you graft it in, then it changed the color. It still has the shape, but the color changes because it's grafted in. It's drawing the sap from the root of the other tree. See, people run around and try to say that they under me and they submit to me. Well, I look at the fruit. 
And I said, no, I'm not like that. I'm not nasty like that. I'm not rebellious like that. I'm not, no, no, I'm none of that stuff. How can you say you are me? You sit under me. You've been sitting under me all that time. You got all these messed up relationships. I don't have all that stuff going on. So the grafting in of the Romans mean, meant that they were now going to get the blessing that was coming from the root of Israel was going to start to manifest in their lives. And that, that, begin, that particular manifestation was going to make the, the Jews or Israel jealous or, or the church prior to the pandemic jealous. Let me say that again. Of the church prior to the pandemic, jealous. But he said to those who came in during and after the pandemic, don't you dare get haughty. You better fear because God will cut you off too. All that, all, all that's free. See, see, that's your problem. You're so arrogant. You think you can do it however you want to do it. Well, well, if you're not connected to a source, I promise you when hell comes your way, you're going to be floating down a river somewhere. Now, let me, let me walk you through something. You saying, well, I'm okay. Are you really? When the last time you had a checkup? I'm saying, when the last time you seen a therapist? Is your thinking really right? Well, my boys told me I was good. Well, your boys are not certified to tell you you're good. Your boys telling you that because they don't want you to get ahead of them. Because if you ever start thinking right, you're going to be like a rocket leaving them. Ain't no way you can stay around them jokers when you got your mind right. And if they didn't like you before you started going up, don't let them trick you now. They wouldn't have nothing to do with you. Now they want to be your buddy since you're sitting up here with this nice suit fitting you everywhere. Tell them to get on somewhere. So, so the scion has to be placed in a slit. It's got to be a slit, got to be a cutoff. Because it is going to draw from the sap that comes up through the root. So now that it's plugged in, and that's why the devil works so hard to keep you from plugging in. Because you don't get what God wants you to get unless you plug in. He who is planted in the house of the Lord will flourish in the course of our God. Which means if you don't get, a, you, you don't get plugged into what's flowing through that root system, you're going to live a phony life and you're not, your blessings are going to mock you. The blessing of the Lord make a rich and add no sorrow with it. Why are you so afraid now that you have assets? That is not a blessing. Now, now you got you to gotta put all your cameras around your house. And now you got to stay up half the night trying to watch. See if your kids are sneaking out the window. Now you got to put trackers on everything. Sound like you tormented to me. The blessing of the Lord make of rich and add no sorrow with it. You shouldn't be tripping like that if it's the real blessing. And you shouldn't be acting like that if it's the real blessing. The blessing humbles those who understand where it comes from. 
We were pulling in our community yesterday, and I didn't. I, I paused before I said something. They, people were pulling out. Hopefully, they're not listening. They were pulling out of my neighborhood. Not going to tell you what neighborhood I live in, but I was pulling out of my neighborhood. Most of y'all are stalkers anyway, so I'm not going to say much. You probably already know where I live. Just don't try to come in my house. So we're, they're pulling out of the neighborhood, and uh, we're pulling into the neighborhood, and uh, they just have this thing about them, like I've arrived. You can see, you can see it on, on the road. So I'm seeing this. Y'all know what I'm talking about. Like I, I'm, a, I'm, a, I'm, I'm all that in a bag of chips. You can, you can see it coming out of the doorways of the car. Had the top back and everything. I'm like, mm-hmm. So we, we pulled on in with our blessed self, and I didn't say anything for a minute. I said, Lady Davis, you see what our problem is? She said, I see. She said, I didn't say anything. I just, I was waiting on you to say something. So I, I said something, you know. Don't let your stuff make you into a fool. Where people can see it when they drive by you. They automatically know you ain't going nowhere. Excuse me, y'all. That wasn't that wasn't in my message. That wasn't that, wasn't, that wasn't in my message. But if you're wearing all your money, <laughs> your money is funny. So you you see this relationship thing that's that's taking place, and God's trying to create heirs and sons and daughters and a lineage and all that kind of stuff. And he's intentional about that, but we, from the root, it has to flow through all of us. I, uh, you know, I was really tied into Bishop Eddie L. Long. I wasn't tied into New Birth, I was tied into him because people who were with him left him and I was still with him. So I was tied into him. I was tied into the, the blessing that was on him. They don't realize the only reason they had that because was because the blessing that was on him. So God built that around him. So I tied into him and what be on him, be on me. And then all of a sudden things to be in, begin to expand for me. It wasn't that I was trying to do it. It just happened. It just happened. It wasn't that I was sitting down there writing out what I wanted to happen. I had to write down what happened after it happened because it was happening so fast. It's because what was flowing through him as a blessing tells me that he was connected to Abraham and he understood the characteristics of being connected to Abraham. So there was something flowing through him that was going to flow into me. So if I can get close enough around it to draw from the sap on it, then I can walk in it. Don't tell me if I don't plug in, I can't have. So I don't have no reason to be jealous of the other branch on the other side of the tree. I'm getting my supply. See, I learned this type of structure and this type of method. I learned it first through the Bible. I learned first, I am an African-American black man. I am not partially white. I am not partially Asian. I am not partially Indian. I am an African-American black man. Which means, if it don't go the way I said it go, I will snap. <laughs> they will have a meeting, I will snap. Okay. So, I understand that I am not a Jew. But I like how God favored the Jews. Now, how do I get in on this good thing? 
and still be black. I wait for the opportunity of something that's been cut off, rebellious, disrespectful, not honorable. And then once it's cut, there's an opening so that now my shape is to fit in to where that So with, with, with Jesus, I got in. I, the Jews are now blessed. So now I accept Jesus and the church wanted to be religious instead of relationship. I said, I want relationship. So I got in. I had the shape for it. I had the proper thinking for it. I had the ability to submit and yield and I got in. So he took a Bradford boy born in a single parent household with no, no, not enough education to do things on the level I'm doing now. I've been educated on the way, but didn't have enough at the time for what I was doing. And then God, because I was getting the sap, I had to get the rest of what now I'm an author and I didn't see an author in me when I was in that single parent household. I did not see an international speaker on traveling from one continent to the other in that single parent household. But when I joined up as a seed of Abraham, all of a sudden a Jewish blessing came on my black life. Show enough did. So everything that was wrong, everything that was indifferent, all the stuff that was flowing from the root starts flowing to me. So why you, you, you got a problem with my confidence? Confidence is in the root. If confidence is in the root and it's flowing through me and I've been grafted in, how in the world am I going to be passive when authority is in the root? So it was easy for me to make the adjustments because I had already made the adjustments to connect with Christ. So Christ says, now I need you to connect with someone in the earth. There's somebody I have my sap running through in the earth. I need you to prepare yourself, get yourself ready. See, there's a lot of things we're in now that I've been prepared for for years. You want to know why? I was making sure I was flexible, I was pliable, pliable and I could be cut enough to slide me in where somebody said I can never be see somebody needs to trim you in order to use you your problem you won't let nobody trim your branches you you won't let nobody use the word of God to get you ready so you can slide in so you don't mess it up so 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 with with all this I can't stand up here and be arrogant I can't have a haughty spirit because it's what I'm joined to that makes me what I am. So I said, okay, God, I realize that you brought me into Jesus Christ. You, you took me and you grafted me into Jesus Christ and you transformed my life. We were doing well without the other connections. Naturally, we were doing well, but God says, I want to take you further. Anytime God wants to take you further, he's going to cause you to be grafted into something greater than yourself. Okay, so if you're preparing to go higher and deeper, God's going to find a relationship that you're going to have to be trimmed in order to fit. 
Stay with me here. Stay with me. So I said, okay, I see that you plugged me into Christ. You transformed my life. I see that you plugged me into Bishop Eddie L. Long and you transformed my life and my ministry. And my daughter is the recipient of the influence because she was out there until I came under him. When I came under him, all of a sudden I saw it running through her. Some of y'all who don't know what to do with your children, get them connected some, to something. They're crazy because you don't have them connected to anything. Okay, stay with me. So things begin to happen. Well, the tree dies. Now I'm big enough and most people told me I don't need a pastor. But for where I'm going, I need another tree. Because my scion has to be inserted somewhere for where I'm going. And I refuse to be like others and say, no, nah, I'm going to be my own branch. I don't want to be a branch. I got to be connected to a root system. So all of a sudden now, because I have a method, I have a method now. I've seen it work. I've seen it work. I've seen it work time after time. You took this boy that didn't know anybody and you wrapped him around the world. You remember the, the first time I got on a 15-hour flight and flew first class sitting next to my apostle. I didn't know. Not first class, business class. Business class and first class are different. In first class, you get a chance to sit towards the front. And they give you some juice and may give you a meal. Well, in business class, you have a cubicle and you lay back and sleep good, have mattresses, have a change of socks. They feed you, you, they feed you more while you're in business class than they feed you while you're at home. I almost said, let's stay in flight. They feed me so well. But it was all because of what I plugged in. See, you don't know all my experiences because I'm trying to keep my branches low enough so you can plug in. But I've been some places, I've done some things and I'm gonna do a whole lot more because I am now, I am now being grafted into something greater than myself. Some of y'all start competing with stuff. When you're competing with a tree, you'll never plug into that tree. You have no idea where that tree has been. You have no idea how long that tree has been there. You have no idea of the winds and the storms that that tree has endured. So don't try to be your own. Can you handle being blown over with your weak self? You got to be strong. You learn strength from planting and being plugged into something that has endurance. So I took the same method. I took the same method, Sasha. I took the same method. I said, okay, it doesn't matter where I get in. So they allowed me to get into FIFA. FIFA is all the pastors. It may be about a thousand pastors. It may be about a thousand of them. It's a bunch of them. So I get in. I get in. And, and I, I, I'm inserted now. All I need is an insert. See, some of y'all, y'all want to be the boss. No, you need a job. If you get inserted, I don't care. Let me clean the floor. Let me, if, if I can get in, I'm going to plug in for real, for real. You understand what I'm saying? I'm not going to be playing with this thing. Because what's in that root of the truth, if it comes through me, it's going to change everything. So I go ahead and I get plugged in plugged in. I get plugged in and I'm, 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 I'm operating and I'm respectful about everything. I ain't trying to tell the tree how it should do things. Not trying to tell the organization. I, my, my only thoughts of whatever you say, that's what goes and we ain't worried about anything else. And all of a sudden, in just a few 
months, all of a sudden I start getting emails and calls about elevation because now I'm plugged in. I'm plugged in. They know I'm plugged in. They know the history of my consistency, whatever I've been plugged in. See, do we know the history of your, your consistency? Because if you weren't consistent, then you're not going to be consistent now. If you weren't lawyer, then you're not going to be lawyer now. No, no. So they knew the history. So they start sending me uh, emails and text messages for opportunities to get an upgrade because I'm plugged in now. I'm plugged in. And my history says I'm faithful. My history says I'm loyal. My history says I can be trusted. My history says I'm submissive. My history says I have a good attitude towards those over me. So that's what my history said. So I started getting these messages. And I, I remember where I was sitting and they said, well, there's something that we're designing and we want, uh, you may be able to be a part of it. We would love to have you to be a part of it. This is what we need you to do. So they gave me instructions. I followed the instructions. Next time, next time I talk to them, they start talking about this new design of something. Now I go from the thousands of pastors to about 30. To, to about 30. You know, I'm at the bottom again. See, when I came, when I came to Newburgh, I came in and there were about 381 pastors there. When I came in, 381 were there when I came in. But see, I understood the being engrafted because I had done that with Jesus and he had made my life a good life even though I was born in a wretched situation. So now he, I plug in and then I start moving up. And then the legal document that I was read, I read at 8.30 that I'm not going to read now, says that I was a successor. How do you go from Bradford? Why do, how do you go from a single parent household to be named the successor of an international global ministry all over the world it was documented but i'm gonna tell you something it don't matter what went wrong i'm still i got a method now <laughs> i'm still climbing is there anybody in here that say i'm still climbing because i'm plugged in whatever you say man of god that's what we're gonna do whatever direction you're going that's what direction we go you're going and i'm not gonna complain about anything because i don't know where you are and i but i want to be higher i want to go higher so i'm not gonna let my juvenile brain mess me up now because i'm plugging in and i'm plugging in right i don't understand everything you're addressing but i know when you address it is in the house and you're gonna deal with it so i'm gonna stay with you okay all right okay all right all right, right. y'all still here y'all still here so i don't know how to stay at the bottom i'm sorry i don't know how to stay at the bottom I, I found a message that'll take me to the top every time. And I wasn't in the man of God's face. And I'm not in the man of God's face now. You got to watch how you handle people on your way up. Because somebody is in the man of God's face and you don't know how to treat them. You got to be nice to the ushers. You got to be nice to the greeters. You got to be nice to the administration. You got to be nice to the deacons. You got to be nice to the ministers and the elders. You got to be nice to them because you don't know who the senior leader really listens to. Hey, can, I, can I help y'all with something? Because so many of y'all think your prayer life is going to get you there. No, no. It's your faith in the right posture that will take you there. So you don't know. A lot of people talk, but you don't know who the president listens to. You got to start thinking like this. Who has his ear that I need to be nice to? Okay. You will always stay in low places till you learn how to honor the right people. It's always, it's the same pattern. It's the same pattern. So, so, uh, Chelsea knows this. she's been watching this. So what happened in the last organization? Okay. I was faithful and I was committed and I was always timely and I always done things based on what was asked of me. Now, cause I'm, cause I'm plugged in now. 
So I done everything that was asked of me. But there was a leader over the department at that time that didn't recognize all I'd done. So the same pattern. So when that leader moved and another leader was put in place, automatically I went to another dimension. See, some of y'all don't understand the structure and the plan. Sometimes you're held back by somebody that's got to move at some point. And the reason they're going to be moved because they're holding back God's plan because you plugged in for real, for real, and it's been holding back your advancement. So the pattern starts again. The pattern starts again, Sasha. It starts again. I was allowing an individual to mentor Chelsea in the organization that I'm a part of now. And all of a sudden, something changed and that individual moved. So now the next individual is in place who is now mentoring Chelsea, but have a love for Birmingham. See, I need somebody that loves Birmingham in the seat. See, you don't, you, you, see y'all, y'all don't have the wisdom y'all need. What y'all sitting under me for if you want to be dumb? You can't be dumb around me. You're going to be wise around me. So he shifted each time. He shifted and then favor came on me. So that's twice in two different organizations. There was a shift and then there was favor. Anytime the shift takes place, favor's going to, if you really plug in, favor's going to come on your life. So already there's a plan in place. There's already a plan in place. It's already been discussed from the other organization. We're going to be an extension in Birmingham of something that is happening in Dallas. That's already happening. You want to know? Because we're, we're, we're plugged in. You, we're plugged in. There should be some similarity. You should want to carry some of my assignment. You should want to carry some of my vision. You should want to do some of the things that I'm asking you to do. Why? Because I'm a part of it. And if you're a part of it, you shouldn't shy away from it. You take ownership of it. Okay. All right. Y'all still with me? Now, I found the formula. If I live long enough and I have to do it again, I know what to do. And I can do it in less time. See, some of y'all miss things because you're, you're so independent and so isolated from real reality of the kingdom. And you're frustrated with all these people and you in the wrong place. I don't know why they won't treat me right. Well, you may not be around the right family. You may be doing what you want to do and not what God wants done. So let me read through my points here and then, then we're going to get to communion. And then uh, myself and Lady Davis, our debt is already stapled to the cross. Now, I don't know if I have enough staples today, but those of you who brought your debt, we're going to make sure we kill it. Because Jesus kills sin on the cross. We're going to kill your debt on the cross. Now, let's, let's go. Let's go. Y'all still with me? Is this good? Yeah, I'm, this going to be in a book too. Listen to this. Listen to this. Listen to this. Your faith aligns you to be an heir and a what? A recipient of the blessing. Faith brings you into proper alignment so that now you're in a place where you benefit you're the recipient of the blessing now the blessing is not everywhere just because a person says i'm blessed i'm blessed i don't know how many generations gonna say that and never see it well i ain't saying it i'm seeing it i am i am actually seeing it manifest in my life right now lady david seeing it manifest in our lives right now why because we 
aligned ourselves. A lot of people try to change what you do. And when you change what they're doing, you stop the impact of what they're doing. Which means they're not blessed and you're not blessed. You got to be able to physically see the increase in a person's life. Or you'll always miss your opportunity to, to align yourself with it. You can spend all of your life and be an old person now because you were not willing to align yourself with something that was greater than you. <laughs> Hebrews 7 and verse 7. The lesser is blessed by the greater. You got to understand that. If you don't, listen, if you don't want to go where we're going, why are you with us? That's, that's, that's not smart. Because sooner or later, if you open yourself up, what's in me going to get on you? And there's a blessing on me. I think you're arrogant. I think I'm confident. I've gone through enough and seen enough that I got enough confidence. How you, what make you think I drove to Atlanta and knowing that that's much rough, rougher than Birmingham, walk up in there like I own the place. Preach like I was a man. That's why I got documents set up here that nobody be able to move anything I put in place in this house. We ain't, home ain't playing that. They're not going to derail God's purpose in my absence. All right. Stay with me. Stay with me. So, so you, you want you to align yourself as an heir and a recipient of the blessing. So you're not trying to get control over people. You're trying to get themselves, get them aligned so that they can be an heir and they can be a recipient of the blessing. That's what you're trying to do. That's why I, at the beginning I talk about how orderly I am. Because I got to be able to align myself. I may not have a day-to-day -day conversation, but I can align myself without seeing the person. And I can experience the blessing. Because I've done it for years. It wasn't that I was flying on anybody's jet. I was just benefiting from their flow. Let's go on. Let's go on. And Jesus Christ, race, status, or gender is not an issue. The issue is only uh, with religion. God can use a woman if he wants to use a woman. God can use somebody from the projects if he wants to use somebody from the projects. God can use anybody he wants to use. Why does religion put so much stipulation on things that Jesus said was not an issue? It's right there in the Bible. He said, we eliminate in this system, we eliminate all of that stuff. There is neither Jew nor Greek. There is neither slave nor free. There is neither male nor female. For you are all one in Christ Jesus. Well, what, what, how did we lose that verse? How did we start judging people by gender? Why did we start judging people by status? Why did we start judging people by whatever their upbringing was or whatever their race was? It's because we're not in truth. Anytime you try to judge people in the church based on their race, you're in religion. You are not in truth. So none of those things are an issue for those who are in Christ. If it's an issue for you, then you're not in Christ. You're in church, but you're not in Christ. You can't make an issue out of something God said was not an issue. Anytime you do that, let's, let's go on. Faith will bring you under what was spoken to Abraham. Faith will bring you under what was spoken to Abraham. Faith will bring you under what was spoken to Abraham. Faith will bring you under. 
What did God say to Bishop Eddie Long? Faith brings me under it. If my faith, you can't say you have faith and you're not under what was already said. He's the God of Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob. What God said to Abraham, he was saying to Isaac. What God said to Abraham, he was saying to Jacob. What God said to Jacob, he was saying also to Joseph. It did not change what God said. Let me read to you what he said. So everybody that's a part of the same tree gets a benefit from the same thing. So if you're a part, there's no way I'm going to walk out of here and I'm really plugged in and plugged in right thinking I can't have what God has promised the, the apostle. There's no way. Well, I don't, I don't know if that's for me. Well, somebody else is going to get it. It doesn't matter how long they've been here. Somebody else is going to get it. See, it's not going back to heaven. It's in the earth. God needs some people who are claiming. Somebody just jump up on your feet and say, I'll claim it. I'll claim it. I'll claim it. I'll claim it. <laughs> now, now listen. This, this, is, this is what was released to Abraham and all of those who are of the spiritual bloodline of Abraham. Genesis 12, verse 2 and verse 3. I will make you a great nation. I will bless you and make your name great. That's why I dropped my title long enough for God to make my name great. And I'll put the title back on. That that I don't respect my title. He said he's going to make my name great. So Stephen A. Davis is something else right now, whether you want it to be or not. I will bless you and make your name great. And you shall be a blessing. You know what? I am a blessing. Every time I go on streaming, stuff starts happening. I'm a blessing. I will bless those who bless you. I'll bless the pointers because they bless you with their presence today. I will bless the audience because they respected what you were teaching. I will bless the balcony because they receive what you're teaching. I will bless the audience who's streaming because they receive what you're teaching. Everything that God says to Abraham, I said mean too. This is years ago that I said, God, what you said to Abraham, I'm not no fool. I can read. And when I read, I get understanding and I can comprehend that what you said to them is for me. How dare you hear a prophecy of healing over somebody you're connected to and not receive it for yourself. It's mine too. And I will curse him who curses you. Don't put your mouth on me. Don't put your mouth on them. He said, anybody that tries to empower you to fail, I'm going to cause their failure to be so great they can't impact you. In this season of glory, there's some people going up and there's some people going down. He said, I'm going to protect my engraftment. See, you're the representation. You flourishing is a representation of who God is. So when you plug in, God wants you to flourish in every season. Because what it does, it puts the devil to shame. Because the devil likes crop to fail. God likes crop to flourish. 
I'm going to curse them. Everything they get is going to fall apart. I'm going to curse them. Everything they try to do will not come to pass. I'm going to curse them. Every time they get something in their hands, it's going to fall right through their hands. They're going to put all their assets in pockets that have holes in them. I'm going to curse them. They will never be able to succeed like they should succeed because they have become a curse to you. Now they have brought a curse on their own lives. And in you, all the families of the be blessed. I need you to do this. Put up our five value statements real quick. The very first one. You look at this. I can't see it that good from here. Serving the needs of families. Serving the needs of families. All the families of the earth. Pray for your husband that he don't move you. And your family, pray, pray, I'm going to say something. Pray for that joker that don't know what it is to be a family and don't know what it is to be in something that causes the family to be blessed. That conversation he's having, that attitude he's got, why pray for him? He needs you. Pray like a wild woman because he's about to jackknife y'all's family. And in you, all the families of the earth shall be blessed. So my thinking is everybody that comes in with what was spoken over Abraham and they come in, they plug into the church. If they had nothing flowing, all, they, all, all of a sudden they start flowing. If nothing was happening, all of a sudden it starts to happen. Why do you believe like that? It was when I plugged in, I went from a 300-seater to a 2200-seater with a seven, 71 classrooms, 41 restrooms when I plugged in. Nobody had a conversation with me. Nobody sat down and had lunch with me. Nobody laid hands on me me it just happened there's a flow listen never minimize where success starts y'all need to take notes whenever your success starts you need to make a note what were you doing when that success started who were you tapped into when that success started and never forget that because if you forget that you'll go plug into something that's already dried up but talks a whole lot some of y'all are used to people talking but not having any results you need to plug in something that has a reservoir that you're always able to drink have I failed you one time when I picked up a mic in this because there's a reservoir on the inside of me because of what I'm tied into and I only bring people to you that I sense that have something on the inside of them because you will never be in a land without water and vegetation that's not gonna happen I got one more and I'm done Y'all got to be careful joining churches so you can do what you want to do. You should never join a church or an organization so that you can work your gift. And a lot of times we join smaller ministries that's possibly on their way out so that we can work our gift. You're the only one there. How much are you working your gift? You don't have an audience. How much are you working your gift? Who's hearing you? Who's seeing you? Nobody's streaming. But we tend to be impatient because we don't want to plug in and we want to work our gifts. Your, your pants are hot. You need to settle down. You need to sit on a cooler for a minute. 
Because you need to sit there, learn, and plug in, learn the structure, learn the teaching, learn the doctrine of the place, learn how to plug in so that you will be just as effective as that organization. Your patience should never run thin when you're where you're supposed to be. Because of the unbelief of others, God will graft you in when you believe. Listen, y'all. November the 12th, 2013, I was documented as my father's successor. I could sit here and say, well, I'm not there now. Or I can sit and I can study. What made that man document me four years before death? What made him trust me so much that he went into a board meeting, documented me as his successor? What comfort did I bring to his life or what God spoke to him about me while I'm down here tending to my own business. People like that don't make a choice at the spur of a moment. They make a choice years before you find out. And they know the choice is right years before they ever tell you. He never told me. He never told me. He never told me. He never said anything to me. You always want people to tell you everything. But when you know you found grace with a leader, they don't have to talk. They don't have to go to lunch with you. They don't have to hang out with you. You just need to know you have found favor with the Lord and you have found favor with a senior leader. I could have sat, I had every reason, just like other people, I was hurt. I could have sat in a room and excluded and isolated myself from everybody and got in my own little cocoon and been perverted in my thinking and my way of operating, closed myself off. They rejected me, now I'm self-rejecting myself. And then when I got, did get around them, I started having convulsions and having seizures and, and they didn't know what to do with me. Or I can keep my head right and keep my heart right that when I get in a room they want me to stay in the room and when I'm absent for some reason they wonder where I am see y'all think you can sit out there and I can't see you you don't know what these glasses all about do you if I can look stand up here and look out there and see you I know when you're in this room and when you're in this room it goes to your credibility 
every time you in this room. Don't think you can go somewhere great and you omit coming to the room. If you miss so many meetings, how in the world is somebody going to lift you and you don't even show up for meetings? You got to understand that people look for you when they come into a room. They look for your, they want to hear you. They want to smell your perfume. They want to know that you're somewhere close around. You think, well, I've been through so much. Nobody wants me around and I've been corrected. Well, I keep showing up to be corrected corrected again if I get corrected that's a sign I'm in the room if I get addressed that's a sign that I'm in the room he called my name he rebuked me but he called my name he yeah, he spanked me but he called my name some of y'all don't understand that when somebody addresses you that means you have value I'd be scared if nobody ever addressed me I'd be scared if nobody ever said anything to me I'd be scared if nobody even observed the fact that I was in the room get ready apostle pointer to do the communion I can't do church like them because I wasn't raised like them I did not have their experiences. I had a biblical encounter. And I realized I can't go up unless I put all myself in. And in every relationship, I put all myself in. And I have been the beneficiary and the recipients of what it is to put yourself in. What my father's desires were manifested in me. We paid it off. The last years of his life, every service, every moment, every meeting, get rid of the debt. Daddy, I got it done on your behalf. What you pray for, what you believe for, it is done. you say you're the fulfillment of a promise several generations back it's not supposed to start with you but it is supposed to finish with you what is it what is it in my life that you're supposed to get and you're hanging with people that don't know the value of relationship what in my life are you supposed to experience? What privilege has God given you to be in this place with me? And you leave empty because I am not empty. I am full and I am waiting on somebody to be grafted in that what be on me begins to flow in them. And I'm not just talking about in a spiritual realm. I am not broke. My marriage is not on the rocks. I am not in despair. I am not depressed. What be on me? I I'm waiting for somebody to make up their mind that I want to plug in. Hey, if you're ever in the Birmingham area, we'd love to see you. Stop by because everyone is welcome at Refresh Family Church. It's full of friendly people, a warm atmosphere, and a powerful word. Our service times are Sundays at 9 a.m. or our empowerment service on Wednesdays at 7 p.m. We're located at 117 12th Court Northwest in Birmingham, Alabama. We'll see you soon at Refresh.
Want to find out more about Apostle Stephen A. Davis? Well, log on because StephenADavis.org is now live. That's right. Log on to StephenADavis.org now and you can find out all about him. Watch live broadcasts and get all the information you need at StephenADavis.org. Available on all platforms. Log on today. Refresh Family Church. As we worship together, remember our five goals. Serving the needs of families. Reaching the lost. Equipping the saints. Reaching the nations. And transferring to generations. At Refresh Family Church, we're more than just a church. We're a nation. To find out more, log on to StephenADavis.org. We'll see you next time.